Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up, Rams fans? Welcome into Rams Showcase. My name is Sheriff Joe Bags. Tonight's Rams Showcase, we begin Season 8, but I will tell you there are some changes coming. Plus, we'll take a peek at the Rams coaching staff and some updates there. And later, can the Rams save some cap space by cutting some big names? Well, we'll take a peek at that as well. Before we get started, did want to let you know that uh, you can follow Rams Showcase just about everywhere at Rams Showcase and also myself at Sheriff Joe Bags just about everywhere so the biggest update that of course i need to let you uh, you let you in on is the fact that ram showcase moving forward the podcast version of this is going to be an audio only podcast the youtube channel will still stick around but what i'm going to go ahead and do with that is i'm going to kind of change the entire format of that so you're not going to get a visual version of the audio podcast uh, with edits and lower thirds and graphics on screen any of that stuff but I will tell you that that entire structure will remain the same moving forward. It will only be in audio form. What I'm looking at for uh, the the YouTube version of this, the visual aspect of Ram Showcase, is going to be a lot more uh, subtle, a lot more tor- turned down in a sense. And uh, really what I'm looking at starting to make again is uh, the game trailers that I've missed making dearly. And I think that the time of taking away the time of editing together the full version of the podcast, I think that'll allow me uh, that time. Uh, there's a lot of different aspects of Ram Showcase that I've I've grown very fond of, and the game previews, all that stuff, is something that I absolutely love. So that, of course, will continue. Again, that's just going to be in audio form only. So we're looking at really kind of stripping down Ram Showcase and kind of just changing things up a little bit and, and keeping the excitement le- level alive. And I will say uh, for the YouTube channel as well, uh, it's possible that I pop in for some different single topics on uh, on that platform Maybe if it's not worthy of a full podcast, then we'll take that approach. Uh, but that is going to be uh, the main thing is I want to start making more features uh, like I did before with uh, that feature called the good old days. I will tell you that I have begun work on a few more and uh, those should be uh, coming out within some time. Sorry. Also, my cat is going absolutely insane right now in the background and I'm not going to go ahead and uh, stop this from happening. I'm just going to let let Carl run around and do what Carl needs to do, uh, which is absolute madness so uh with with that topic being really uh covered now uh to let you you know a little bit of an insight on where ram showcase is headed i did want to let you know as well that uh we will be doing a uh, a fan quesos but it's gonna be a live fan quesos so we'll schedule that uh and i'll i'll definitely give some lead up to that not just gonna randomly pop up live and then uh go from there so it's all part of the plan uh we'll we'll be getting this going I'm really excited to bring back just audio versions only. I think that a lot of my passion will be uh, 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 utilized uh, in that sense. 
and I can use uh, more of my creativity side on um, the, the video version of Ram Showcase that I, I am also excited to get back to making game trailers and different features uh, such as the good old days. Like I said, the other ones are already into the works. So uh, I've been kind of rambling here for a little bit. So let's go ahead and hop into the good stuff. All right. The business of episode one of season eight of Ram Showcase, which is very exciting stuff for me. I will say Ram Showcase does celebrate uh, its birthday on the 15th of March. Possible that we do some cool stuff for that. Uh, but it does depend on my work schedule as uh, this is the time of year where that is picking up a little bit. So first wanted to start with uh, Sports Illustrated. Uh, they are falling down uh, as far as reliability goes. And uh, I'm actually surprised to see this uh, because I've been a big Sports Illustrated fan for a long, long time. I used to subscribe to Sports Illustrated and then, of course, the world became very digital. So I did stop that subscription. Uh, but right now, it seems like they're taking more of a, uh, a sports only TMZ kind of approach in uh, how they're covering stories. And the, the, the catalyst of all this conversation is that uh, Sports Illustrated has predicted that Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald are uh, entering their last seasons in the NFL as far as players slash coaches go. And uh, who knows what would be in the future for either uh, or excuse me, any of these people. As uh, Sean McVay, of course, uh, looks like he'll be going into television. But Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, we don't really know what life after football looks like for them yet. So, of course, we we have uh, no idea what to expect uh, once they do call it quits. They are no longer donning the shoulder pads. Uh, but while this is certainly uh, it could be true, absolutely it could be true that these guys are all entering the final seasons of their NFL careers. Uh, it is nothing more than, uh, you know, honestly, quota con content at this point is exactly what it feels like because there doesn't seem to be any substance in any of this. Uh, of course, it's just uh, piggybacking off of the the stories that we've heard for uh, quite a while now, which is simply, hey, Sean McVay is going to retire. Hey, Aaron Donald's going to retire. And I feel like it's very much piggybacking off of that, uh, those, those recurring stories without actually any new content, uh, just kind of regurgitated and uh, put out such as this, this latest article by Sports Illustrated, where it's kind of selling itself as brand new, which is just uh, honestly is is uh, not <laughs> the case. Uh, so it feels like somebody needed uh, an article and decided that uh, instead of waiting for this topic to recycle late in the season or uh, next year's playoffs, to better just go ahead and get a jump on that now so that they can say, hey, I predicted that last season, except for I don't anticipate that all three would be entering their final years. There is no indication uh, that that they know right now entering their final that they are entering their final season. Like we have no indication that Aaron Donald is saying, hey, this is going to be it after this or or Matthew Stafford or Sean McVay. Of course, Matthew Stafford is coming up to the end of his career. We kind of knew that when we brought him in. Sean McVay, though, he could coach for the next 40 if he wanted to. Aaron Donald, he's obviously in good enough shape to play for years to come as well. So there's just no actual indication except for just this random, uh, what I would guess is just a guess uh, that uh, potentially these guys could be entering their final years. Because at this time also, uh, if you say this in you know February of 2023 and none of them retire, you can say, well, that was a long time ago. Things have changed. So there's really no harm, no foul. When it comes to writing an article like this, and I mentioned any of this anyway, because I used to write articles and this is the kind of stuff that I would search for if there was nothing to talk about. Oh, say, well, what's a rumor that uh, came up and then went away? Let's go ahead and see if we can uh, get that going again. So Sports Illustrated, unfortunately, kind of losing some credibility uh, with stuff like this. 
Let's go ahead and take a look at the coaching staff as uh, the Indianapolis Colts hire Shane Steichen from the Eagles and with the Cardinals filling their head coaching job with the other Eagles coordinator. Uh, there are currently no NFL head coaching jobs available, and that does mean that Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris is scheduled to stay. I will say that uh, based on the intro videos and everything that we've gotten from Gannon with the Arizona Cardinals, I got to say, as a fan of a divisional rival team of the of the Cardinals, I absolutely love this hire. That guy has absolutely no idea what he's doing, at least in press conferences and introduction videos. He opened his very first video with what's up bird gang, which is, of course, an Eagles quote. And then also felt the need to let us know that he is the head coach of the now Arizona Cardinals. He very he, he was very adamant about letting us know, even though this uh, was posted by the official Cardinals uh, in uh, social media pages. So uh, this guy, though, clearly in a, it looks like he's in a little over his head. I think this would be the hire that I would relate to this last year of being the Nathaniel Hackett. What was Gannon actually doing out there? Um, he also did uh, just just guide the the Eagles into a terrible performance in the Super Bowl. Uh, and that's just maybe I'm being critical because it's a Cardinals head coach now, but uh, let's not pretend like that great regular season didn't come to a very uh, anticlimactic close with having a lot of struggles against a quarterback who really had one ankle. Um, obviously, you got to credit the Chiefs and all that. Uh, they did a great job this season, but to have uh, your worst performance be uh, the last game of the year in a Super Bowl, you obviously don't want that. The Rams saw that just a few years ago with their offense uh, when they took on the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. So, Either way, though, I say all that to say that Raheem Morris does look to be sticking around as the Rams defensive coordinator. And where does this hurt the L.A. Rams? Well, Morris's defensive style, uh, it's struggled to get turnovers and uh, it, it it doesn't allow the Rams offense to uh, to get out on the field and do what they do best, which is put up points. This ex- this offense is definitely explosive. Uh, don't let this last season fool you with the injuries that the Rams saw on the offensive side of the football this year. It was going to be hard for anybody to keep that going. Uh, when you look at the the Rams offensive line and just the the injuries that we saw up front. And then, of course, you, you we start four different quarterbacks this year. Your three of your top four wide receivers go down. It's just not a good situation. And then that mess with the running back situation. And I know that Cam Akers ended the season really well, but you also had that time in there where he was healthy, but not even reporting to the team. Uh, just some different things going on there. Uh, but either way, the, the Rams offense was not getting a fair shake because this defense was just being on the field a little bit too much. And uh, I, I know that I've talked about it all season long. I know a lot of people have talked about it. I know there there are some people that really like Raheem Morris and his defensive style. I don't necessarily get it, and I've yet to get an actual answer uh, that I can I- accept as legitimate argument <laughs> uh, for uh, for uh, Raheem Morris and that really soft style defense. And of course, great in the red zone. So of course, credit where credit is due. Uh, but there was too many times where the Rams offense just seemed to not be on the field enough. It's it's hard to let Cooper Cup score touchdowns when he's on the sideline holding his helmet in his hand. So I think that that's where that hurts the Rams is uh, that we see, again, this uh, this soft scheme uh, entering another season. So I was really hoping that Raheem Morris would get hired. At this point, I would take almost anybody over Raheem Morris uh, that are, that is currently on the Rams staff, but hey, you know what? It's not my call, and the fact that Raheem Morris is going to be the Rams defensive coordinator again, well, hey, let's go Raheem. I don't want him to do poorly just so I can say, I told you so, 
I would rather have them do well and I can eat my words and the Rams actually play good football. Where this helps, though, on the Rams uh, is continuity. It's it's very nice to have continuity. Players seem to really like Raheem Morris, although I will kind of twist that just a touch, uh, whether you like this one or not. Uh, players also really like, uh, excuse me, Jeff Fisher. So take that for uh, what you will. Uh, but with Morris staying, maybe that increases the percentage of guys like Jalen Ramsey returning, who I don't think is going to be leaving. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll say that, that players like him. So maybe that does help uh, in that regard as well. I will say these uh, articles are hilarious to me. And uh, it, it, it all goes back to my criticisms of Raheem Morris and the softness of his defense and the fact that I did want him to uh, to to get on out of here. Uh, but some of these articles, I'll just read you the titles, uh, which is hilarious to me. And I did read these uh, to let you know I did go through them and uh, and clarify that they were talking about what I thought they were talking about. But here's one of them. It says four reasons Rams should be thrilled to have Raheem Morris back. The next one, Raheem Morris remains. Don't be discouraged by the news. The following article title is uh, Rams coaching staff. Raheem Morris returning is a good thing for Rams. Okay, if you need to try this hard to convince me that it's a good thing, maybe it's just probably not, though, right? Like if you have to if multiple places are putting out articles trying to convince us that Raheem Morris staying is a good thing. Maybe it's just not that true. I'm just going to throw that out there. Maybe it's just not that true if you have to really try to convince us because he's been here for a few years now. And if him not getting a job leads you to trying to convince the fan base that it's a good thing. I just don't think that that I think that that's telling in itself that it's telling that it's actually not a good thing. And if you like, cause if, if Rams fans were, were already stoked that he didn't get one of these jobs, you wouldn't need to write articles called four reasons. The Rams should be thrilled. Raheem Morris is back. That wouldn't exist if we already wanted Raheem Morris back and we were already stoked about it. The fact that he's not gone and then you try to convince us that it's a good thing that he's back. That's a not a good sign. And don't like you can't take all take all this time to try to convince me that something is good when and then give me like super baseline points like things like the players like him. Well, players liked Jeff Fisher. He's got experience on both sides of the ball. Well, we don't need him on one side of the ball. He's our defensive coordinator. He's our D.C. We don't need him to worry about the offense. His scheme is good against the run. Does that have maybe it has nothing to do with the roster or am I crazy here? Does the Rams have a really sick defensive line? Great linebackers like Bobby Wagner now behind that great defensive line. Uh, Ernest Jones and Bobby Wagner alone. And then they're, they've got Aaron Donald in front of them. And then you also have the number one player against the run in your secondary in Jalen Ramsey. But yeah, it's all Raheem Morris's scheme. It's all Morris all the time. I guess I just don't get that. Also did want to let you know, I am thrilled about this hire that we actually heard about today as date of recording, which is the 16th of February. We got Aubrey Pleasant back. And if you've listened to Ram Showcase for years, you know, I am a massive Aubrey Pleasant fan. I think this is a great coach. He's going to be the defensive pass game coordinator and DB's coach again. And this excites me. I wanted Raheem Morris. I didn't want Raheem Morris to leave. And then when he did leave and he got fired by the Lions, I was already tweeting about it back then. It was like, bring him back to the Rams. And then, of course, he went to the Packers. It didn't end up uh, working out there. And then he was out and now back with the Rams. And I got to say, I am so stoked about that hire. Another hire to absolutely be thrilled about, the Rams did hire former Bills assistant offensive line coach Ryan Wendell. 
He is now the Rams offensive line coach. And the Rams did, they didn't bring back uh, Carberry, who did find a home in New Orleans. So that position was open anyway. It wasn't like somebody was, you know, like it wasn't like an awkward situation where he comes in and then we got to find a role for him, anything like that. The position was open. And Wendell, he was the assistant offensive line coach uh, for the Buffalo Bills. And the offensive line coach for the Buffalo Bills is a name that you might remember, which is Aaron Cromer, who did coach the Rams offensive lines before and did a great job. So the fact that Aaron Cromer gave his his endorsement of Ryan Wendell to 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 coach the Rams offensive line, I think that is just a real crispy. His endorsement here is a good thing to know about when it comes to uh, our new offensive line coach who was his assistant. I think this is an absolutely awesome move. So we got some two really really strong assistant coaches on this coaching staff in recent days with Aubrey Pleasant coming back to coach the DBs and now Ryan Wendell to coach our offensive line. I think that those are two very, very strong hires. Of course, also Mike LaFleur coming in for offensive coordinator, but I got to be honest, Sean McVay is the offensive coordinator, right? I mean, like I, what, what impact did, did dude have last year? I'm already blanking on his name. That's how, <laughs> that is how little the impact was already. And uh, Mike LaFleur, uh, at least we get that, uh, that quote again, cram it up your cram hole the floor we get to use that again which is very exciting uh and and hopefully that this he can bring some kind of assistance to liam cohen that was the name <laughs> i don't know why i was blanking on that so hard anyway mike lafleur though hopefully he can have some kind of flair to this uh this offense of course he comes from the jets who that's not super exciting but either way um i think that the jets did overall better than a lot of people expected so maybe that's a good thing of uh, mike lafleur uh coming over all right, let's uh, switch gears here. I wanted to talk about some names uh, about some guys that maybe the Rams could save some cap space with um, who could be on the move. We will do the who stays and who goes. Uh, we'll do that in video form. Hopefully I can get that done sooner rather than later, as of course, we already have gotten a few notifications on different teams bringing different guys back. So I would like to get this video out uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, but I do want to do it in video form. Worst comes to worst, I will pump it out in audio, uh, but that is the goal. But for now, uh, let's take a look at some guys under contract who the Rams could be willing to move to potentially free up some space. And not all of these are names that I want to necessarily throw out, but they're names that we've heard. They're names that are popping up in articles or different rumors, not necessarily the 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 words in this segment do not necessarily reflect the uh, the ideas of the host of this podcast all right so we're just going to go over some stuff outside linebacker leonard floyd he is 30 years old and still extremely productive for the rams he could save 15.5 million dollars if cut after june 1st which is tough on him uh you'd rather do that pre just so that he can have a chance to actually do free agency all that stuff uh, but with that amount of savings that's definitely intriguing uh, but filling that hole would be quite the journey. And I'm not sure it's guaranteed that that could happen this offseason. Just because we let go of a guy like Leonard Floyd does not necessarily mean that we could just fill that role with a with a young guy or or sign a free agent that would absolutely have that same production. Although you got to consider that uh, Leonard Floyd is in a position that is historically speaking under or with a guy like Aaron Donald. That is a productive position, which is at least helpful. This name being popped around as well, linebacker Bobby Wagner. This saves $8 million with a post-June 1 cut, and uh, that's just not enough for me to justify it, honestly. And it's less if you do a pre-June 1st cut, which would be beneficial to him. Uh, simply, again, that's because you want to give him time. But that $8 million, that's just not enough to justify it. 
if you offered me, which is essentially what you're doing here, $8 million in cap space, or I can have Bobby Wagner on my roster next season, I'm taking Bobby Wagner all day, every day, not even a discussion. I don't even need to think about it. I'm not consulting anybody about this. I'm My answer is Bobby Wagner, if those are the two choices that I have. All day, every day, no question about it. Give me Bobby Wagner instead of $8 million in cap space, no matter what, all right? This is a, that's a draft day reference, no matter what. Uh, next up, uh, we've got offensive lineman, Joseph Noteboom. He does save $8.5 million with a post-June 1 cut. Also, not a whole lot uh, in the grand scheme of things, um, but uh, this is the complete opposite of motion as I have with Wagner. Uh, with this offer, go ahead and give me the, the cap savings. Go ahead and give me that $8.5 million in cap space instead of Joseph Nopum. Before losing Nopum to injury, he was not really playing that well. Uh, Nopum and Edwards both were struggling before they got hurt, and I, I hate to say it because I definitely would never wish injury on anybody. I don't want anybody to get hurt, but... I'll say that side of the line, left tackle, left guard got better once those two were down. And that's unfortunate to say, uh, but with and these, these are players like, like, like Ty and Secchi and Matt Skura who came in and, and don't get me wrong. I like no boom and Edwards, but Skura and Nseki, they played great. I don't no word yet on if uh, Nseki is going to go ahead and retire, but he is getting up there as far as age. I want to say he was 38 uh, throughout the season this year. Uh, Skura also a veteran. So, uh, we'll see what happens there, but I would say Nopum probably coming back. I don't think that that's a move the Rams would make, although it does make a little more, little more sense to me than uh, Bobby Wagner for sure. And uh, the here we'll we'll talk about Allen Robinson here. Um, so this is a name I've seen bounced around, but it actually saves no money outside of a post June one trade uh, that uh, would actually give the Rams any kind of cap space at all. There's no savings outside of that scenario after the after June 1st, and it has to be a trade. Cutting them saves no money. Uh, and I doubt that any team would want to do that, especially the way his contract looks like. Like, And you don't want to move assets at that time of the year. That's just not a very, um, especially a guy coming off of a down year. That's not the time you're trying to trade draft picks or anything like that. It's post-June 1. You're kind of looking ahead to training camp. So that move just seems very unlikely. I would be very surprised if Allen Robinson is not on the Rams roster uh, come uh, the time for the season. And uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this up with cornerback Jalen Ramsey. It does save $4.5 million with a post-June uh, June 1 cut and uh, $17 million with a post-June 1 trade. So that would be the option if the Rams are going to take it. I doubt that the Rams could pull off a sick trade here uh, simply with the cap numbers involved. Uh, but if they did, it would probably be another one of those trades where it feels like we aren't getting enough in return. This has happened before, i.e. Uh, Bobby uh, Bobby Trees with uh, Robert Woods. Uh, but ultimately, I think that Jalen Ramsey stays a Ram this season. Uh, those savings numbers, uh, they jump quite a bit next season, though, with the pre-June one cut or trade. Uh, maybe, maybe like just to be emotionally ready for Jalen Ramsey to be gone next season. I just don't think it happens this year. He is very blatantly uh, going to do whatever he can to someday play with Derwin James someday. And I do think that that does happen. I'm not sure it happens in LA in any capacity. Of course, Derwin James being the chargers safety at this time. Uh, But I'm guessing that maybe 2024, we could see that maybe it is the chargers. Uh, Maybe it is. It's, it is the Rams. I would guess it's not going to be the Rams simply cap numbers uh, being involved. And I would think that anywhere 
if if these two are to play together in any capacity, I would say that both of them probably need to take a pay cut as they both are pretty solid cap hits. So also we've seen a lot about Jalen Ramsey and these comments from Kevin Demoff, Kevin Demoff coming out and, uh, and these, I was, I'll say this, I think his words are being twisted. Uh, you see some comments saying like, Oh yeah, look out. Uh, Kevin Demoff didn't rule out, rule out a trade for Jalen Ramsey. I mean, he didn't, he didn't rule out a trade for Jalen Ramsey, but he also didn't say, Hey, Jalen Ramsey, someone looking at he's someone we want to trade. <laughs> that's, that's not the case. What, what happened the conversation, the comment that was made was very much, um, it, it, it was very much, we've getting, we get calls on all of our good players, but you know, we'll see what happens. We will of course take a look at everybody and, and, and see what the best case scenario is that to me, it, this is my new barometer. All right. If it doesn't feel like less need saying Sean, or uh, excuse me, if it doesn't feel like less need saying Jared Goff is our quarterback right now, then I don't really buy it. I don't really like I feel like we've known this team enough, like we've heard enough from this team. We know Sean McVay. We know Les Need. We know Kevin Demoff. We know Stan Kroenke. When they make certain comments, we as fans, I think, and, and maybe maybe it's me, maybe there's only a couple of us out there. But I feel like we can take those comments and decide if it's total bogus or if there's actually some weight to it. And I got to say, this stuff with the the Kevin Demoff comments, I don't think that there was any weight to that saying that Jalen Ramsey's on his way out. Of course, he's not going to get cut. That would make no sense. The Rams wouldn't save any money. So saying that he says that we wouldn't cut him, that is not blowing minds. All right. You're not blowing any minds, whatever your website is. I forgot the the website that I'm trying to trash talk right now. I already forgot what it is. Uh, but the this... The, the, the articles that are being written are very, very uh, picky about what they talk about with Kevin Demoff and the comments about Jalen Ramsey. And I'm just going to say, it's all bogus, all right? The, the comments are being twisted. They're being exaggerated. And I, there's one particular writer that is doing it a lot right now, and I'm not about it. If it continues, I will call out by name, but at this time, I'm just going to go ahead and keep it pretty quiet as far as that goes. And we'll just, we'll just kind of... Uh, We'll just kind of say, uh, don't believe every article you read about Jalen Ramsey. All right, let's let's wait until we have some actual concrete evidence on uh, on what's going on. Could he not be a Ram? Could he get traded? Absolutely. That's totally possible. And I'm not going to sit here and say that if he does, that I'm wrong. And I'm going to be like, oh, I got to eat my words or whatever, because it's very possible. We've seen this team do all kinds of crazy stuff. All right. That shouldn't blow anybody's minds. But to say that Jalen Ramsey, like, hey, Demoff didn't rule out a trade. I mean, no, he didn't, but he also was not hinting at a trade coming. So how about we just rein it all in and just wait for things to happen? Why do we have to guess what happens? Why do we always have to know ahead of time what's going to happen? Why can't we just wait to see what happens and then talk about that? Why do we always have to guess? Why does everybody have to know what's coming first? So you could be like, hey, I got that. I was right. Cool, man. That's awesome. I don't know what that does for anybody, though. So sweet. Congratulations on guessing something correctly. Nobody actually cares but you. So sweet. <laughs> All right. And now I'm done being a jerk. And um, uh, that's how we're going to end uh, the episode one of season eight of Rams Showcase. As uh, me kind of being a jerk, uh, a passive aggressive uh, punk to a person who writes articles who I've followed for a very long time. And I've read, I've read so many articles by this person for years now. And now is when I decide this is the hill I'm going to die on. The Jalen Ramsey hill is the one is the one this is here. It's here now. This is the one that I'm going to die on uh, because I think that it's being blown out of proportion. The Rams, honestly, they're not giving us a lot to talk about right now. And I think that that's what all of this is. You get the 
the stuff with Sports Illustrated talking about the retirements, the potential retirements next year. We don't need to talk about potential retirements in February for next year. How about we just chill on that? We don't have to talk about that right now. Why would we do that right now? There's a whole season to play. There's a whole draft in free agency period and training camp and preseason and season and playoffs to go. Well, how about we let those happen before we start talking about retirement? Why are we trying to jump to the end? Why are we always trying to jump to the end when football, it doesn't end? It just doesn't end. It, that's the cool part about it. We won the Super Bowl. Guess what? We tried to do it again. <laughs> it didn't work, but that was the goal just to do it again. That's why I love this sport. It just never ends. It just continues. All right. Now it's done. <laughs> so, uh, again, uh, just a quick reiteration here on uh, the the potential, or not the potential, the future of Ram Showcase, which is going to be very, very different. All right. So, uh, Ram Showcase, the podcast, is going to continue and it is going to be exactly what it always has been, uh, but audio only. The YouTube channel is going to be converting and will be. Uh, a different a different feel to it. I'm no longer going to be just a talking head on YouTube. I don't feel the need to do that. I want to create some more stuff. I want to use my creative brain power and uh, create some other things and and tell some stories. I want to be a, a little bit more of a storyteller uh, with the YouTube channel. So that is where that direction is um, is headed. And uh, I'm excited to continue to do the podcast, but I'm I'm, I'm very excited to to be able to to mess with that stuff. And, uh, and just kind of, and use different things. I, I guess my whole point here is, um, Ram showcase podcast has been a, a audio version and a video version, but it's been the, those things have been the same thing. Just one you can look at and, and the other one you can close your eyes and it doesn't change a thing. So, uh, I want to change those. I want to make them different entities and have them kind of go hand in hand with each other. Um, we'll also get, uh, heavier into graphics. I would like to, to pump out more graphics, better graphics, and uh, stuff like that. And uh, I'll, honestly, I think taking away the time that editing the video version of the Ram Showcase full podcast, I think the time that that will open up for me will allow me to be able to do this. And I will say this as well. Uh, this is kind of my disclaimer on everything. Uh, the last few seasons, uh, the Rams and the Ram Showcase has eaten my entire life during football season. And as much fun as I have doing this, as much fun as I have with the Rams, and, and, and I'm obviously going to be a fan forever. I'm going to continue to watch every single play, every single game, not miss anything. But uh, as far as the, the Rams showcase aspect of it goes, um, I cannot ignore uh, the rest of my life during football season just because I have a podcast. I, I just can't do that anymore. And when you're the only person that does uh, any work on a podcast, that uh, it does eat up quite a bit. And I know that some people out there know exactly what that, that, that entails. And uh, not everybody does, and that's okay. You don't have to understand exactly where I'm coming from. Either way, um, that's where I'm sitting at. So uh, that is just about it for me. Again, follow Ram Showcase on social media, at Ram Showcase, just about everywhere. Uh, those graphics are going to be a lot more uh, critical now, a lot more important, a lot more uh, present as far as uh, the, like the draft process and all that stuff goes. So we'll be pumping that all out. Um, so make sure you follow there at at Ram Showcase on Twitter uh, is going to be a lot more active starting now as well. Uh, so that's uh, that's where you're going to want to be at. Any suggestions as well? I'm definitely open to that. I am one brain and it is always great to have uh, some other things to bounce uh, some stuff off of. So you can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags. I'll be honest on the Instagram right now. It's a big push for uh, my day job, which I work at a radio station. Uh, so it's a lot of posting my pictures with like band members and stuff like that. So if that's what you're interested in as well, uh, give me a follow at Sheriff Joe Bags. But that is going to do it 
for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Rams Showcase. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you so much for listening and go Rams. Thank you.